Hello and welcome to the Global Trading Podcast. I'm Terry Flanagan, editor of Global Trading. Today we're pleased to be joined by Dr. Murat Olgan. Dr. Olgan is Global Head of Emerging Markets Research. Murat, thank you very much for joining us. Now, if you could tell me a little, why did HSBC launch this EM sentiment survey? Well, thank you very much for having me, first of all, and giving me the opportunity to talk about our new product, the inaugural HSBC Emerging Market Sentiment Survey. We have launched this in the middle of June, and the survey itself was conducted between 12th of May and 2nd of June. And the reason we launched this was um, to get an up-to-date reading on investor sentiment around key issues in global emerging markets, such as risks, opportunities, recovery prospects, market trends, and much more. And the survey also addresses environmental, social, and governance factors in emerging markets portfolios. How is the data differentiated from what's already out there? It's different in the sense that it is very comprehensive and it's solely for emerging markets. And it's across all asset classes. So we cover investors investing in credit, in rates, in FX and commodities, and also in EM equities. And as mentioned, it's also a very comprehensive ESG section looking at environmental, social, and governance issues in emerging market portfolios. Interesting. Thank you for that. Now, now the first survey showed some real caution out there. Why was emerging market investor sentiment just 23% bullish as per the inaugural HSBC survey? So obviously, the survey was more like late May and early June. And back then, the survey respondents said, uh, they are expecting economic recovery later than the second half of this year. 48% of the respondents actually expect a later recovery from the COVID shock. I would say this is probably one of the main reasons why the output was so downbeat in the survey. And actually, when we asked uh, about the uh, economic activity prospects and how they see it across emerging markets, 47% said they expect deceleration in EM activity in the next 12 months. So I would say that downbeat growth outlook is probably one of the main reasons why we had relatively low uh, number of investors being outright bullish on EM. Okay, thank you. How does the investment outlook differ across specific or individual emerging market regions or countries? Yes, so across all asset classes, rates, uh, credit, FX, and equity, uh, Asia is at the forefront. So investors are, uh, uh, are more constructive on Asia in terms of the net sentiment because we, we ask them about individual asset classes and how they, um, over the next uh, you know, uh, three months in the near term, in terms of you know, uh, whether they have a favorable or unfavorable outlook for individual asset classes. And Asia stood out as the region with the most favorable net sentiment. Uh, when you look at the individual asset classes, Asia stands out as the preferred region for equity investors over Middle East. And when it comes to fixed income, once again, Asia stands out as the preferred region, this time over Latin America. And I think the reason is uh, Latin American countries generally have more constrained fiscal space, hence they appear more unfavorably uh, in terms of investor sentiment uh, going forward. FX is very interesting because um, unlike in other asset classes to here, uh, there are very split views, especially when it comes to Latin America, because some uh, emerging market currencies feature both in the favorable and unfavorable list. 
for instance, Brazilian real, there were very split views, little consensus uh, when it comes to the views about Brazilian real. It featured in both lists. So um, other than FX, there were clear views among investors, and I would say consensus. So Asia is preferred in equity over Middle East, and in fixed income, Asia is preferred over, over Latin America. But when it comes to FX, the views are relatively split. Okay. How does the, the emerging markets investment outlook compare with the investment outlook for developed economies right now? So for that bit, uh, we've asked only for the equity asset class, essentially asking whether investors believe emerging market equities will outperform, underperform, or perform broadly in line with developed world equities over the next three months. And 47% of the investors say emerging market equities will actually underperform. Um, and only 23 said outperform in the coming three months. So generally speaking, uh, EM equities were seen to be underperforming DM equities when we conducted the survey uh, for the next three months. Yeah, that's interesting. And it kind of segues into my next question. Uh, obviously, big story in 2020 has been the global pandemic, COVID. So I'm just wondering how has COVID impacted the emerging markets investment outlook? So clearly it, it marked or had a big mark on our survey for sure, because we also asked investors, what are the three main risks you see for emerging markets outlook? And, and the first one was recession in major economies, but the second one was uh, the COVID-19 outbreak and its aftermath and its impact. So clearly one of the biggest risks out there for emerging markets outlook, and actually it also features in the expectations of growth, its recovery, and perhaps the expectation of further deceleration in EM over the next 12 months. I think this all relate to the COVID shock. Uh, I would say uh, it had a big impact on investor sentiment, and it you know, showed itself in various questions throughout the survey. And as I said, you know, in terms of the risk assessment, uh, what are the three big risks for EM? It features as the second one. Okay, thank you for that, Mirat. Now, now, when do investors expect emerging markets to have a stronger investment thesis? I mean, th this is not something we ask outright, although, although we ask them when they expect the world economy to recover from the COVID shock. And as mentioned, you know, majority of the investors actually, 48% uh, expect the world e economic recovery later than the second half of this year, so more like 2021. And still, you know, uh, over the next 12 months, emerging market activity doing even relatively, you know, decelerating or doing relatively poor was the expectation. Um, but I think when emerging markets generally do well is an environment based on our previous research when uh, economic activity globally is actually performing well, like synchronized global upswing, like we saw in 2017, for instance, and also in an environment where EM is outpacing DM. So emerging market growth being better than developed market growth, uh, the growth differential widening in EM's favor is the best environment when EM assets perform. I mean, if you look back in 2017, that was the episode when global economy was on a synchronized rebound and upswing, and emerging market activity was actually accelerating faster than DM, led by China and some other emerging market economies. And that was an environment where emerging markets as an asset class performed much better than DM, and also emerging market local assets performed better than hard currency assets. So even though we haven't asked this outright, I think the, the clues within the survey 
would argue investors want to see a better growth environment globally, but also for EM in particular, where EM is outpacing DM, where the growth differential over DM is widening, is the best environment for investors uh, uh, for you know EM having a better prospects in terms of market performance as well. Got it. Okay. Now, now in in the past, how predictive has emerging market sentiment been for emerging market returns? I mean, I mean, historically, is there a strong positive correlation? So, obviously, this is inaugural survey. This is the first ever. So, at the moment, we don't have any benchmarks to compare against. But you know, we're hoping to conduct this on a quarterly basis. So, we're hoping over the next uh, months and the coming quarters as we have more surveys and, and a longer track record, we will be able to gauge the shifts in EM sentiment. Okay, thank you for that. Now, as Murad, as my final question, how are emerging markets adopting ESG, or are they not? And, and what are the investment risks of an economy of not adopting ESG? So we asked this question specifically, whether investors are currently running an ESG portfolio, and, uh, and the answer was the majority of the respondents do not run an ESG portfolio. Historically, it has been less of a focus in EM than in developed markets. Nevertheless, there is an uptick. So about one third of the investors surveyed and responded, they actually are running an ESG portfolio partly or indirectly. And we expect this ratio to grow uh, over the quarters and the years. We've also asked them, uh, what is the responsible investment activity they currently carry out, and uh, they've selected engagement ESG teams or active proxy voting at corporate general meetings or integrating of, uh, integration of ESG analysis in stock selection and, and, and weighting. Uh, there were the areas where actually they are currently running responsible investment activities for those who are running an ESG portfolio. We also asked the specific ESG risks for each part, environmental, social, and governance that they foresee for emerging markets. On the environmental area, they said climate change and extreme weather events uh, are the biggest risk. On the social side, it's uh, inequality. And when it comes to governance, the biggest risk perception is regards to minority shareholder protection and board composition combined. Um, so this is a growing area. Uh, about one third of investors surveyed were running an ESG portfolio partly or indirectly and we expect this to grow over the coming quarters and years. Thank you very much, Dr. Ogan. It's been a very interesting and wide-ranging discussion. I'm Terry Flanagan with the Global Trading Podcast. My guest today was Dr. Murat Ogan, Global Head of Emerging Markets Research at HSBC. Thanks very much for the opportunity and uh, look forward to doing it again. Thank you. Thank you.